Brooke, how many times do you think you've been the one that got away? Oh my God. Countless, really, if we're being honest. <laughs> I mean, nothing but honesty here. I know. Well, Daily. This isn't actually me being crazy like I usually am. Like, I know mm-hmm. that I'm the one that got away from a lot mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. It's just me mm-hmm. being real, you know? Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> and former Bachelorette star Becca Kufrin mm-hmm. feel the same way. She's thinking about her Bachelor in Paradise co-star Thomas Jacobs because even though she dumped him on the show, Mm -hmm. she ended up going back to him after they finished filming. Yeah, and now she's locking it down. Becca just shared on her Instagram that she popped the big question to Thomas. Now the bigger question is, was Neil Lane there? Of course he was. He's everywhere. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, May 31st. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. When it comes to love, sometimes we don't know what we got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. Not true for me. I always know what I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one knows this better than Becca Kufrin, who after calling it off with her Bachelor in Paradise co-star Thomas Jacobs on the show, then rekindled her romance with him. Mm-hmm. And they're committed to making it last this time because over the weekend, they announced they got engaged. Yes. So we all know Becca from her time as a contestant on the 22nd season of The Bachelor back in 2018. 
the season Brooke and I famously <laughs> recapped on our indie podcast. Say, I was like, is she going to say it or not? <laughs> we did one Bachelor podcast season and this mm-hmm. was it, baby. This was it. Yep. <laughs> um, Becca then went on to star as The Bachelorette for season 14. Mm-hmm. And Thomas appeared on season 17 of The Bachelorette and competed for a shot at romance with Katie Thurston. But Becca and Thomas didn't connect until 2021 when they met on season seven of Bachelor in Paradise. I can't get over how many Bachelor shows there I mean, there was Winter Games. I know. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember. We watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a complete conglomerate. I mean, listen, when there's money to be made, make it. You know? Oh, yeah. So Becca and Thomas did date during Bachelor in Paradise, but Becca actually broke things off in week six, and they both went home alone. And then after the show ended, they revealed that they were giving their romance another go. And obviously, it's working out because Becca announced their engagement on Sunday. She shared the news in a post on her Instagram saying, We've been keeping this secret just between us and close family and friends for a while, but we're so excited to shout it from the rooftops. And she added, I finally found my chauffeur for life and the one who makes my heart smile every single day. I can't wait to do it all with you, Tommy. Thanks for making me the happiest gal alive. I love you to the moon and back. Hmm. And considering (laughs) Becca's been down to find love in some pretty unconventional ways, it's not really much of a surprise that her engagement was also a little bit unconventional. Mm -hmm. Uh, She turned tradition on its head because she popped the question to Thomas And in the caption of her engagement Instagram post, she wrote, in the ultimate plot twist, he said yes. (laughs) Yeah. So Becca posted a series of photos on her Instagram. And the first one is like him kissing her on the forehead and super cute. Love forehead kisses. Me too. They're so romantic. They are. They're just so intimate. Like, yeah. In such a lovely way. (laughs) I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Um, and so also in this photo, Thomas has like his hand kind of extended. He's holding a rosé and he's got an engagement ring on his finger. I Mm -hmm. honestly, I love this. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. it. Um, Thomas also shared the news to his Instagram and his post has five photos of him celebrating the engagement with Becca. And in the first, he's got his hand up showing off his new engagement ring. Mm -hmm. And in his caption, he wrote, the ultimate Uno reverse card slash power move. You keeping me on my toes for a lifetime has a great ring to it. Cheers to forever, boops. Hashtag fiance. My question is this. When the roles are reversed like this, which Mm -hmm. I'm 100% here for, does that mean that the male party gets to wear two rings? Like, do they get a wedding Mm. band? I don't know. That they wear with their engagement ring or? Honestly, you know what? You know how I feel about these wedding rules. They're so yeah. stupid and outdated. Yeah. I believe in following them to the letter. Well, you're boring. Okay. <gasps> you're basic. Yeah, basic. <laughs> Damn. You're really coming in with fighting words. Oh, I can't wait to ruin your wedding somehow. <laughs> As if you'd be invited. Come on. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, So now Becca and Thomas are getting their happy ending. But like we said, these two have had some bumps along the way. They met on Bachelor in Paradise, fell hard for each other, but then Becca broke it off and the two left the show single. And in an interview with E! earlier this month, Becca opened up about how upset she was after the split. She said after she broke up with Thomas, she went back to her hotel room and was just sobbing. And she said, I was like, I got to get his number and reach out to him and see if I can make amends. Obviously, it worked. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> After the Bachelor in Paradise finale aired, Becca shared a post on her Instagram announcing she'd gotten back together with Thomas. She wrote, I'm sorry for breaking up with you on national television, but I'll take every day to make it up to you, Tommy. Yeah. So then she added, thanks for making my heart smile more than it ever has. Now time to start this real life. And in her interview with E, Becca said, everything I would say happens for a reason and added, when we were dating on the beach for that short amount of time, everything was smooth sailing. It was perfect. But for me, I needed more of the real life. I think to go through that breakup and that very short courtship ultimately brought us back together. Thomas also spoke to E about his relationship with Becca, and he said, We broke up on the beach. At that point, you don't have a responsibility to anybody to be together unless it's to each other to be together. I know for me, that's a lot more real. And on an episode of the Talking It Out podcast back in October, Becca said that she and Thomas had to explore things on their own away from the cameras after the mm -hmm. show ended because, duh. Mm-hmm. And then she added, but in that moment, I think that was game-changing for me because I really never had somebody fight tooth and nail to want to keep a relationship with me. I always felt like, I mean, you can't blame her. She's got to be no. so jaded from camera-documented relationships. <laughs> yeah. So I can see why she was like, I'm going to stop this now because I see yeah. where this usually goes and then pursue right. it privately. Like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, and she's right. When you're on these shows, everything's perfect. You're in a tropical paradise. You're right. jet-setting off to Europe and going on fairy tale dates where you're not allowed to eat the food. And oh, it's just not real life. <laughs> they haven't seen each other with food in their teeth yet. I know. Well, if you haven't done that, you should not be getting married. Exactly. So we're here for when things work out. It happens so rarely for Bachelor <laughs> alums, it seems. Yeah. Um, but they've really gone through it with their time on The Bachelor and its spinoffs. And Becca especially is leaving behind a very long and pretty chaotic history with the show. Yeah. Like we said, she was a contestant on The Bachelor back in 2018. And she got the final rose as well as a proposal from Ari Leyendijk Jr. A.K.A. Pillow Lips. Oh, God. As we all know him. Yeah, that is the worst. Just nickname. the audacity of him. Yeah, nobody just that boring gets to have a nickname <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I it I hated that they all thought he was such a good kisser. I was like, no, stop it. He's boring. They clearly haven't been kissing mirrors like me. <laughs> well, that's how you get the real practice. Mm -hmm. A good flat hard lip is what people love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they so, do. So <laughs> in a shocking twist on Ari's season, he dumped Becca... In footage mm -hmm. that was shown during the finale. Like, I feel like The Bachelor did her so dirty with this. That, it was awful. Which you can hear on our recap from 17 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, then Ari proposed to runner-up Lauren Burnham. And I realize this is the first time I'm hearing her last name and not just Lauren B. I was going to be Lauren who? <laughs> I only Lauren know Lauren B. B. Um, yeah, so he, as you remember, proposed to her during the After the Final Rose special. But Becca bounced back. She became The Bachelorette for season 14. And during her season, she fell for contestant Garrett Irigoyen. She picked him during the finale. They got engaged. But then in June of 2020, Garrett came under fire for liking some controversial posts on Instagram. And Becca said her relationship with him was up in the air after that. Then later that year in October, Becca shared on her podcast, Bachelor Happy Hour, which you can listen to on Wondery Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get points with marketing. Um, <laughs> she announced it on that podcast that she had completely called it off with Garrett. So I remember all of that time of them like 
very up in the air after all of that. And she just didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, understandably. I just feel like she's really been through the ringer. Like, Thomas, he better not step a toe out of line. I know. And, well, yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but to be fair, I guess Becca is far from the only one who's been through her ups and downs with the Bachelor franchise. Essentially, if you've made it out of the top (laughs) 12, you're going to go through some kind of shit on the show. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but during his time on season 17 of The Bachelorette, Thomas got into some hot water after his motives for being on the show were questioned by the other contestants. Yes. Which, to be fair, happens literally every, every season. season. Um, and his Bachelorette at the time, Katie Thurston, was not here for it. Yeah. So Thomas's castmates told Katie he wasn't really there to find love with her. And Thomas did admit to the other contestants and to Katie eventually that... The idea of becoming the next Bachelor did cross his mind, (laughs) which I respect him for coming clean. Mm -hmm. Um, And during the rose ceremony, Katie called him out. She said, you told me things I wanted to hear. What I learned about you tonight is you're selfish, unkind, and a liar. And added, your Bachelor audition ends tonight. So get out. I will say that is such a great line. (laughs) It is. I love it. Like, I want to be able to use that in everyday life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't blame him, though. No, like, I mean... Everyone's bigger, on this show for other reasons. Exactly. A bigger newsflash would be someone there being like, wait, what's Instagram? I just want love. <laughs> then I'll <laughs> piss myself when that happens. <laughs> but I gotta say, like, every season needs a bad guy. Thomas was that season's bad guy. But, but it's just such a stupid bad guy. I know. It's dumb. Well, and on Paradise, I I feel like we saw a different side of him. And, like, I loved him with Becca, and you could tell he really loved her. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I, I just have loved them together since Paradise, and I'm glad yeah. they worked out. Because I think they seem to be a really good match. And he's, like, cool with how strong-minded she is. And I love that. Well, to be fair, on Paradise, he'd already gotten the gig. So he wasn't <laughs> auditioning anymore. Exactly. So he got authentic Thomas. Yeah, he was off book and ready for love. Mm. Gotta love it. From mm-hmm. Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com/slash survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. In 2001, less than a month after the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. and allied forces invaded Afghanistan. The goal was simple, hunt down al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden, and unseat the Taliban government that sheltered him. But even though the Taliban was quickly removed, negotiating an end to the war turned out to be a much bigger challenge. Despite some of the world's best negotiators working tirelessly for peace, all sides were never able to come to a negotiated agreement. And in 2021, 20 years after being ousted from power, the Taliban took back control of Afghanistan. 
So why did some of the world's smartest and most experienced negotiators fail for 20 years to mediate a peace deal in Afghanistan? The Afghan Impasse, a special seven-episode edition of The Negotiators, a podcast from Doha Debates and Foreign Policy, looks back on the players, politics, and strategies that contributed to one of the biggest failures in modern peace negotiations. You can listen to The Negotiators, The Afghan Impasse, exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.